Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Well, if you missed it last segment, we had a little breaking news here, which is uh, some really, really, really good news here in Houston. Uh, if, if you're a Bobby Slowick fan, if you don't like Bobby Slowick, this is probably bad news. Uh, but but for those of, those of us, those or of if us, you're, boy, or, good or if you're Bobby Slowick, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Bobby Slowick <laughs> may or may not have seemed like he wanted that job. Uh, Adam Schefter he announces that the uh, Falcons plan to hire Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris as their head coach, uh, per sources. After the Falcons interviewed 14 different head coach candidates, including Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, and Jim Harbaugh, Raheem Morris ends up getting the job and returns to Atlanta, uh, returns to that division where he was once the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was once the interim head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, was with the Falcons from 2015 to 2020. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, 2020. Um, and he's been with the Rams organization under Sean McVay uh, over the last handful of years. Won a Super Bowl out there, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he was the DC. Right? I think he was the DC yeah. and won a Super, or, or yeah, was or was, was the Wade. Chargers head coach the, the DC then? No, he was um, gone by then. But um, but anyway, nonetheless, uh, he, he did a hell of a job with that defense out there, and now he returns to Atlanta. The good news here for us, again, if you're a Bobby Slowick fan. If you're a fan of, of the production uh, that, that we saw on the offensive side of the football, the development of the quarterback here, um, I'm not assigning credit. I know a lot of people like to do that. I'm not assigning credit. But at the end of the day, if you want to see more of C.J. Stroud playing well, you want to see more Tank Dell contributing and, and, and playing early, you want to see more guys like Nico Collins, who we thought, I thought was we knew who he was, completely completely change and become a thousand plus yard receiver that's a that's a a big time big time player for the organization you want to see things like that the ability to overcome offensive linemen in, in injuries big time the ability to overcome wide receiver uh, pass catcher injuries big time the ability to overcome not being able to run the football um, if you like that this is all good news because Bobby Slowick is one one job uh, what two jobs away from Absolutely 100% returning to the Houston Texans. There were seven job openings. Uh, two of them remain open. That's Seattle and Washington. And it's it's widely believed, which take it for what it's worth, uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, is is likely the, the choice 
in Washington. He was the uh, one that everyone felt was going to get a job this year. Like yeah. The, maybe the hottest candidate. And Dan Quinn is likely the, the candidate to get the gig in. That's the Cowboys defensive coordinator to get the gig in Seattle. Again, he's got a pass yeah. with Seattle uh, as well. Um, and, and so we'll see what happens. Those are the only two openings left. Uh, if if Bobby doesn't get one of those two, which he's tied to Washington, so there is, I mean, there there may be yeah, the a, a possibility. Was, was from uh, was from San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. He he was actually in that system, uh, which I, I doubt there's anybody remaining. Even ownership has changed since um, since the Shanahan days in in uh, in Washington. Hell, what hadn't changed? The logos changed, the names changed, everything everything in in Washington has changed. But. Um, Bobby Slowick is still a hot candidate. We'll see what we'll see what happens. But Ron, I, I don't know about you, man, but I've talked a lot. I, I've, I've had myself in the mind frame of of a Bobby Slowick's gone. Who's the next guy? Now is it is it Gerard Johnson? Is it Bill Lazor? Is it somebody else? Um, this right here is music to my ears, man. It, it, perfect world. You come back. Schedule gets a little bit more difficult. You add a bunch of talent, um, offensively and defensively, and you bring out, you bring back your entire offensive staff intact that exceeded expectations this year. Clearly, have great chemistry with um, uh, with D'Amico Ryan's and his crew. Um, this is big time news, in my opinion, for for Bobby Sloak to potentially be back. Listen, um, I know there are some people who will disagree with this, who, hey, they didn't, this wasn't that big of a deal to them um, because, hey, we got C.J., and you do, yeah. The, the Texans do have C.J. Stroud, but I am not a believer of, hey, man, C.J. is – it doesn't matter who who is coaching C.J. or it doesn't matter who you bring with them. C.J. is C.J. is who made Bobby, and C.J. is – no, I, I don't agree with it. I, I think this was huge and very, very important – it's something that was a big deal if he was going to lose his offensive coordinator and his play caller that helped him arrive to this level. This would be still huge. Gerard Johnson is someone still to watch if they've got to replace that potentially. This was a huge thing to me, Clint. I just never – I never watched this and thought, man, C.J. is just dragging Bobby to this. Like, Bobby's just putting C.J. in just awful situations, and C.J. is just a hero in doing this. No, I I think C.J. was fantastic last year, and I think a big part of him being fantastic was the fact that Bobby Slowick was fantastic. And so to get those two together, I think this is a huge, huge deal that to me makes me feel a lot better about where they're moving forward with this offense and with Stroud because if you had to bring in a new voice, you just don't know. Like, you just just don't don't know. We were talking to Brandon Scott about that yesterday. I'm like, well, like dude, there was some, something that happened in that middle period with Ken Dorsey that that Josh Allen was a different player. Yeah, something happened last year with Jalen Hurts. So I think this is huge if he doesn't get uh, one of the uh, the last two remaining jobs. Yeah, well, you, so so you move on to the next right and keep an eye on Seattle and Washington. Um, for what it's worth, reports are that those two those two organizations are 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 heavily interested in other coaches not named Bobby Sloak, although he, he has interviewed in Washington. Has he interviewed in Seattle as well? Seattle? Bobby? Has yeah, Bobby interviewed he's, he's in Seattle? He's interviewed in both, both of them, places, right? twice with Washington. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, keep an eye on those, but, man, we're, we're one step closer with two to go in terms of being able to keep our offensive staff together, at least Bobby Sloak, because at that point in time, once, once those two jobs are filled, I do think we move immediately to Gerard right, Johnson, yeah. and Gerard's got a decision to make. Um, I was under the influence. Bobby was leaving. Gerard was staying, and I was that—that that was going to be the next step. It could end up 
that being flipped on its head, Bobby Slowick stays. Gerard Johnson could go one of three places as an offensive coordinator. And you look at it and you go, hey, I don't blame you. You know, you, you hey, get out from underneath Bobby, get out from underneath Bobby's Bobby's umbrella, if you will, and, and and go somewhere maybe where the head coach is calling plays, and and you can learn and take that next step without having the pressure of calling plays. Or hell, if you're ready, go to New Orleans and and uh, and and change the game over there. They got some talent, and Gerard Johnson, it's, I would imagine, would have some weapons there. It seems like in Philly that the Philly OC well. calls plays. Yeah, yeah, Philly as well. I don't, I don't know. There, there, there's some, there's some uh, word on the street is is that. That he wants my, to take my it boy back. Brian Johnson got undercut over there. That 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 was that uh, that could be a very very uh, risky move for a guy like Gerard Johnson. And because don't that Brian Johnson being a Baytown guy and, and potentially being done wrong up there. I don't know what happened. I'm just telling you. Word on the street is is that 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 was that wasn't only up and up. And he may have just he may have just been the one that caught the blame with some stuff that was going on in that building. And if that is the case. You better believe that Brian Johnson and Gerard Johnson know of each other, being from right here in the same neck of the woods, and 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 in the coaching circles, they know of each other, and they they will have a discussion discussion, and and uh, Gerard will have to, I would imagine, have to take that into consideration when he decides what he's uh, what he's going to do. But Raheem Morris to Atlanta, Bobby Slowick one step closer to staying in Houston. Hello, Houston, how you doing? Hey, Omaha. Y'all ain't going to believe this. Buckle up. Tyler, you're a gambler. Buckle up. Kayshawn Boutte. Y'all remember that name? LSU. LSU wide receiver. He's with the uh, Patriots now. Uh, And and everything I'm reading, he's he's still with the Patriots. But um, he's been arrested, y'all. Kayshawn Boutte has been arrested uh, for an illegal gambling ring in 2022 and... 2023 and some of these numbers y'all are mind-boggling he made in in those two years they have record of 8,000 at least this is what the affidavit said 8,900 bets made in two years damn he almost bets as much as I do 8,000 it amounts money too you're right (laughs) Uh, here's the deal. That's a lot Bo- of action. Dude. Both years, the, the 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 according to the records, he has lost money. Uh, he, he has lost a, a, a lot of money. Um, he deposited a total of one hundred thirty-two thousand dollars into a fraudulent gaming account. Uh, he won a total of five hundred fifty-six plus thousand dollars, but used most of that money to make additional bets. He ended up withdrawing fifty thousand plus dollars from that account, which means he lost. If you do the math. Eighty something thousand dollars on, on, and that was one of the years. The other year, I think he lost like sixteen thousand dollars, something along those lines, it. huh? I can't even imagine. It. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine being a player? It's, it gets better, y'all. Check this out. So, covering college football in twenty twenty two, I didn't do much of it this year, but I covered it in twenty twenty two pretty tight. And, and this this Kayshawn Butte was my number one receiver in America. I, I thought he was going to be. Remember coming out he, and that that year, going into that last year, he was at LSU. He was he was in the top three receivers, and I thought this dude was the truth. I thought it was over. I thought, you know, you, you, he's going to go out there and absolutely kill it, right? Well, if you remember, there was there was some turmoil the entire. This is this is uh, Brian Kelly's first year down there, and there was some turmoil. Him and Brian Kelly reportedly were button heads consistently. He got caught 
in Atlanta with the with the employees. Apparently, they they all they all three dudes had had took turns and had had fun with this oh. with an employee a female employee and he got caught and anyway the employees got fired. He kept his job on the team somehow, some way, and kept playing. Mm. Um, it was, it, by the way, I believe it was all consensual there. I'd make sure I make that clear. I, I'm, um, but anyway, he um, so he was always in hot water there. They start the year, not this year, but last year. They start the season, and they play Florida State. Well, I remember this, yeah. They lose to Florida State. He didn't look good in that. He scrubbed his Twitter account, his social media, on 9-4, which is the day, the night that they played Florida State. He scrubbed it, every, everything LSU, and everybody went nuts. Oh, no, Brian that. Kelly's done running off Butte. Tyler, he had an old eight-legger. Eight-leg parlay? He had an eight-leg parlay. Good God. And in that eight-leg parlay. What the hell is that? Is it That's eight, stupid. Eight bets all tied together. You got to win all eight of them, and, and it pays crazy odds. You shouldn't do it. Like, at most, sometimes throw six down, but eight. The only reason you said six is because my dumb ass bet yeah, six. Yeah, I was going to say four. Um, eight-leg parlay, Jeez. Ron. Get this. I'll try. Two of the legs were him catching a touchdown against Florida State <laughs> and him going for 80, I think it's like 82 or more yards against Florida State. Hey, I respect it. Guess what? He went 0 for 2. Damn. <laughs> and it, and, and everybody wondered. Right there. And, and I'm talking about, hey, Daniels, Daniels is throwing a fade in the end zone. Daniels is throwing a, a bang <laughs> eight post. It hits him in the hip when the DB, like, pass interferes. It's like, and, a, and there's video out there, Jaden Daniels, like, calming him down after the game. And so, it puts a whole <laughs> new meaning on that, right? I mean, the so fact, could you imagine? <laughs> hey, he, apparently, all that, 8,900 8, bets, 8,900 bets. Oh, my Six God. of them were on himself. And those two against Florida State. But they had to, they, everybody thought he was, he was so mad after that game. <laughs> I mean, everybody thought he lost. was leaving the program. That's what it was. And Brian, doesn't, what the hell's wrong with this kid? <laughs> that, well, man, this kid really, I mean, he takes it tough. <laughs> that That's better than, I will say, though, in all seriousness, that. I like to hear that better than him betting on those unders and purposefully like not being a factor for their squad. Well, you know? maybe well, they just didn't outline. The other four could have been something like that. Him dropping I'm just balls on say purpose. It could, have been, it could have been something like that. You put it in, yeah. like, it may go the other way. Like after that first one, now i got to make this back. <laughs> right, right. Hey, oh, it, well, it, yeah, it, it you even, better take the under on these 56 yards. It even gets better, y'all. This fool... On two of his betting accounts, he was one. He was using his mom's credit card, by the way. So the the financial the, the paper trail is is clear as day. Um, two of the accounts that he was betting from were literally his name, spelt out completely: Kayshawn Butte seven and Kayshawn Butte one. Number seven. Bro. The number, baby, right there. And he's betting on himself in games. Two. I mean, could you be any? Could you? I mean. From a distance, we watch these guys, and, and I'd like to think that, that that they all have some level of common sense. I mean, you're playing ball at a high level, and you're at the very least on a campus. I don't know how often you're going to class, but you're at least a functioning adult to where you're at least existing and eating and and, and learning a playbook and, and maybe being you know social to some degree. And and you you're betting literally with your own full name, literally spelt it all out. That's dumbassery, man. Mom's credit card betting on himself. Mom's credit card. Mom's credit card deposited the money on mom's credit card. 
I mean, does he have a problem or what do we, yes. do we think? Yes. Maybe? Yeah, he's got a problem. He's in jail. All I needed here was 8,000 bets. Holy hell. Well, 8,900. He's close. Round up. Closer to 9,000. It's, nine, it's nuts, my man. Gosh. I mean, and here, I, here's my dumb ass out here talking about, man, this is the best wide receiver in college football. Y'all better bet, y'all better bet on it. Y'all better bank on it. And he's, and he's this fool. Man, he's trying to bank on it. Oh, he's trying to bank on it. All right. Yeah, man. My man here, man. Good Lord, man. He's in, so he's in jail. He has, been, he has been arrested. The, uh, the the New England Patriots have issued a warrant, I mean, a, a statement that they are aware of the situation. He is coordinating or cooperating, I guess, with uh, with Louisiana authorities. You think he plays in the league again? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know how deep this thing is. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't know. It's got There's got to be more to it. I, I mean, mean, he I, had to be. I mean, you, you got to You be. think he, there's no way to think he stopped. No, obviously didn't stop when he got to the league. I don't know, man. Just like, betting like hell. Like, I mean, Jamison Williams got like not six games, nine games. There's no way. There's no way that guy who bet that much just stopped. Just quit, man. In all seriousness, I hope he gets help because he's got a problem. No, he no, he damn sure's got a problem. I mean, a problem. well, can we just start the problem? The problem starts with just being an idiot. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Can we start there? Yes, Jack Assery. Yes. He just. He, I mean, before before we chalk this up to to. No. Yeah, I'm with you. Somebody else's fault. Can we chalk it up to he's That's an not idiot? Somebody else's fault. I mean, he just has a <laughs> clearly has a gambling problem. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Led by himself. That's a real thing, right there. All right, coming up. I, I want from Tyler. I want to hear this from you all. I want to hear this from you all because I want to rock it's over tonight. <laughs> he knows. Uh, Boutte knows. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kayvon. My man out here probably betting on the, on the Golden Knights. He bet on bet on <laughs> hockey. He bet on. I'll tell you, Boutte. Pacing with Costa Rica and, and Panama. Damn it! I'm gonna start referring to your bookie as Boutte. And Boutte. Yeah, Boutte. I like it. All right, I want. I want to get Boutte you, say. I want to get your thoughts here. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. YouTube and Twitch. What are your expectations? I want some numbers. What are your expectations? For Yiner Diaz. He's going to be the full-time catcher next year. He had 282, 23 homers, 60 RBIs. What's your expectations for him next year? We'll discuss coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, um... Yeah, people are, man. Let's hope that young man gets some help. Uh, said he has a child, too. Good Lord. Have mercy. All right. Um, what's your uh, what's your expectations? 
Yiner Diaz, coming into the year, I think many people were, I mean, hungry, hungry as hell for him to get every single at bat last year and wanted to see uh, Yiner Diaz in the lineup every day. And really, really, that was a big point of conversation of him being in the lineup every day. And he put together a really, really, really strong rookie season. Uh, Hit 282. 23 homers, 60 RBIs, and just over 100 games. Had 355 at bats, and um, and was a, uh, a a big piece of this of this team, especially when all the injuries occurred. When he could play a lot of DH when Jordan was down, and and um, and a, a lot of a lot of issues also with with Altuve. He got a lot of run uh, during the season. But what's your expectations? Because my fear, fellas, is is that Astros fans have too high expectations for him. I I think many people think, oh my God, he only played 104 games and did that in 355 at bats. I saw it so many times. If he played every day, he would have 40 home runs. He would do this. That's what we would hear. And I'm like, all right, man, just think about him in the hot in the hot sun. Uh, when they don't play here in the summer, catching 120, 25 games, I think as we always generally see with most catchers, it affects their offense some. So, what is your expectations for Diaz? Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Those of you on the text line, I'm seeing here. Someone said Diaz. My expectation from Rich hit 280 and have uh, 80 RBIs. 280, 80 RBIs. That's a uh, that that's that's strong. That's yeah, high. that's I, I'm, high I'm, for me. I, I'm gonna tell you, leaning on last year's numbers, I I I, I there's some expectations with one, and, and there's very little with the other. Um, <laughs> like I, I can't get down with Rich right there. Like I, I don't I I do not expect a young fella to hit 280 plus. I mean, hell, he hit near 300. I think the majority of the season last year. I I, I don't expect the average. To, to to stay that high. Like I think that has a lot to do with um teams not really knowing how to pitch him. Um uh, you know, there there's more film out there so it's obviously going to be be a little bit more difficult. Um the averages and and I think that was just he was hotter than a firecracker. I mean there there was some that, that averages that was a big number. I do not expect him to be a 280 plus hitter. Um anyway. Uh but the the power component to his game I fully expect to be there. I mean, he he's a guy that last year, even though he was wild as hell uh, at the plate, um, he was a chaser. Now he is a guy that had, that, that showed power to all parts of the field. He is a guy that 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 could take any pitch that was a strike uh, and and put it out of the park. Uh, so I, I just I firmly believe that those power the power that he that he power. brought that he showed us was real. So I, I'm. Uh, you know the the thirty home run range. I, I I think is an expectation for me. I need you. I need you to to uh, get to uh, or exceed uh, the thirty home run mark. And and because uh, I think that part of his game was real. The average part of it, I can't lean into. That's a big number. Yeah, two eighty. Yeah, two eight. That, that like that was probably the most, especially especially how wild of a swinger yeah. he was to be there. Our guy Ocho Ron if Yiner doesn't learn how to hit breaking balls, he'll probably end up having a sophomore season like Jeremy Pena. And that's from our guy Ocho. 
Uh, listen, and that that is my concern. I felt like when he brings up Jeremy Pena, I that's that's the guy because I think expectations for Jeremy Pena were through the roof after what he did in the postseason, after him be, becoming the ALCS Fair, yeah. MVP, and we yeah. were talking about it and becoming the 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 World Series MVP, right? To where it was like no. I don't care if Michael Brantley comes back. He should be batting second. Let's slow down here just a tad here, <laughs> right here. And I'm like, just let's bring it back. He had a really big 30 days. Now teams are going to get to see him. Teams feel better about their weaknesses. And now, as as we saw, and people just going to keep throwing that breaking ball away from, from Jeremy Pena to see what he's going to do. And we saw him step back a bit. And that's my thing is, to me, man, like someone texted in, 260, 265, 30 to 32 homers and 80, 80 RBIs. Like, that is. That's a lot, man. <laughs> like, that's a. Hell of a year. That, that's, like, that's a, that's a lot from a guy who now, like, I know it was, it's easy to say, let's just look at what his numbers were last year and replicate that. But there is, there's a reason why we see such a small percentage of catchers offensively can catch 120, 25 ball games and put up those type numbers because it wears on your body. And so he's got the combination of doing this for the first time, starting out for the first time, catching every day, and swinging the bat and and, and having pitchers now have a book on him, having pitchers now have a, a way that they're going to attack him. Like right now to me, man, if, Matt, if my man hit 255 and hit 20 home runs, that is – I mean, that is, first off, the upgrade offensively that that would be over Maldonado is out of right. control. Um, <laughs> right. and, and, and to me would be fantastic when you throw that into Tucker, Altuve, Jordan, like Chaz. When you throw that into – man, if he had Chaz this season, <laughs> Chaz, like that would be amazing. Like everybody is rolling in here with 30-plus homers. 35 I see here. Thirty-two, I see here. I just, ooh, just. I need the power numbers. Yeah, do you, you hit two twenty-five and hit thirty-five yeah, overs? Y- yes, sir. Absolutely. I need. I need the power. Now, I, look, I'll take a. I'll take a two sixty-five, two eighty. I mean, if he does I that, mean, hell, I'll take you got to sign him. I mean, you got to try to sign his yeah, ass immediately. I'll take it. I, I just look. I think. I think that Major League Baseball is gonna 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 figure him out to some degree, as they do everybody. I do think there is some truth that he's going to be a little bit better at the plate, be a little more disciplined at the plate. Um, I, I just, I just feel better about get. Like I think the power is real. Like I think dude's got a loose bat. I think he's got a loose swing. I, 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 even when it's when he was hitting for an average, he was still it was still violent. I, I just think I think the dude. The one thing that's not going to change, um, I, I think I, I hope and I think the, is the power. Yeah, the power. Yeah, the the power aspect is the thing that is. The most real, I think he can replicate that all also, you know, like he did last year. This person coming in 250, 25. I'm with you on that, Quincy. Yep. I'm with you. I would just just be fair to the cat. Was it really a Quincy or did you just give him that name? That's just Quincy. Okay, I see you. I'll be, I, yeah, I'll I, I be fair, be fair to him. Just don't like, don't feel like I think this cat's about to be someone. Text someone texted in earlier, Buster per- Posey. Uh, I don't know if it, this is this. We'd love it. Let's yeah, Buster Posey, man. Let's let's slow down, man. I'm telling you, man, I push that button right damn now if you gave me Chaz's numbers. You give me Chaz Chaz's numbers, especially the average Chaz hit with last year. Woo. I'm telling you, man. 
I just, I just hope old white boy Chaz gets a chance to do it again. He is. Chaz play every day. All right, Jake, don't you in him. No, he got Chaz got le- Chaz got left field, baby. Mm. Got left field covered. All right, man. Uh, the recent news, if you missed it, things are looking up for the uh, the Houston Texans and trying to keep Bobby Slowick. But in the meantime, what does this mean for Bill Belichick? Mm. What does this mean and how the league is viewing Bill Belichick? The latest on what he may be doing. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. See, I feel it, man. I'm going to have to wrap my arms around this kid all year long. The better? Just people right here, man. Diaz, average, 272 to 275. Homers, 27 to 31. Mm. RBIs, 70 to 80. Mm-hmm. Mike one just texted in, Diaz will hit 240, 25 to 30 homers, 85 to 90 RBIs. And Jordan ain't going to leave that many people on base for him to drive in, no 85 to 90. Damn sure Kyle <laughs> Tucker ain't. Not with them knees. I just want I just, I just, just want you, and I'll move on to Bill Belichick. Because I know Clint's chomping at the bit. I just, for reference, MLB. Hold on, so. It's Ron. Uh, MLB did their top ten catchers. I just want I just want to run this season, their seasons for you last year. Adley Rushman of uh, the Baltimore Orioles hit 277, 20 homers, and 80 RBIs. Sean Murphy, Atlanta Braves, 251, 21 homers, 68 RBIs. And then Wilson Contreras with the Brewers, top three. 291, 17 RBI, 17 home runs, and 78 RBIs. Like, I just, like, let's just, I just think that's just a bit aggressive for my man, the first kid. The first, his first time catching 120 plus ball games a year. Like, let's just, I just wanted to put in reference of this, because y'all, are, I mean, 272, 31 home runs, and 80 RBIs. Fit out, damn, so. And he going to catch every day? Whoa, Lord. Lord. <laughs> you got Pudge. You got up. We might. Rodriguez. We might have you the next Pudge, might. baby. You might. You might, but. Pudge, Whoa. Posey, Piazza, one of them. One, one of them. Peas. One of them peas. Why <laughs> <laughs> D to it? Shoot. Padillas. Hey, calm down. No, just, it's just going to be a D. Yeah, it's just going to be a D. All right. Clint, um, we just uh, the only the only place Bill Belichick interviewed. And he did it twice. Was with the uh, Atlanta the Atlanta Falcons. And I know you said earlier you were like, Bill just don't seem like a guy that's one of fourteen. And you're interviewing him twice, and then you're interviewing candidates after him because you're not sure yet. Well, he didn't get the job. Uh, obviously, Raheem Morris has taken over that job, which is big for the Texans and in hopes of keeping Bobby Slowick another year. But Clinton does say this in reports from Ian Rappaport and NFL Network. The Falcons were the only team to interview legendary coach Bill Belichick, and there are no scheduled interviews. Potentially, Belichick could sit out a year and await an opportunity in 2025. What is this? Are you, are you like, I know how you feel about him. Are you surprised that Bill Belichick, who wanted to coach again this year, is not coaching 
or it appears that he is not going to coach this year and the NFL was like, no, nah, I passed? Yeah, absolutely. A- absolutely. I-, I tip my cap to the NFL, though. I mean, because I- I- <laughs> I- you- as you said, you know how I feel. Um, yeah, no, I- but I- I'm abs- I- I'm shocked that in-, in this in this world of of uh, run it back with-, with a coach that did it well somewhere else, um, for for the greatest of all time to be available and and nobody be interested, um, I would have lost a lot of money, man. Uh, I I would have especially especially when you narrow it down to like Atlanta just hiring Raheem Morris and and, and I like the hire, but but if you if you break it down, uh, a former failed head coach, um, a a defensive minded coach head coach, um, so you know the more you 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 look at all right they they wanted a former head coach they wanted a defensive minded head coach that makes it even it's you would think it would lean even more in the favor of of Bill Belichick but they end up going another direction um who else who's the other defensive minded head coach that's been hired well this, I mean right now second? the Raiders chose a- Antonio Pierce yep, never Pierce. Even thought about him and then yep. obviously where he left Gerard Mayo is right. defensive minded uh there so yeah yeah so yeah I, I'm shocked that the the NFL across the board seven openings and um and none of them none of them have ultimately uh, taken him serious like obviously he is the top maybe the top coach that's alive like arguably when you look at his yep. accomplishments and things and you look at other coaches that were in a way kind of similar and that's when Andy Reid became available like he had two interviews and the Chiefs just wouldn't let him leave. Right. Didn't have right. A, they wouldn't let him go to, to the Cardinals. Yep. We just saw, all right, Sean Payton, not only, hell, he wasn't even available. You had to trade and give up picks to get him. Bam. Like your team's, team's talking to him. Texans were talking to him. The yep. Broncos gave up picks. Like those are Super Bowl winning coaches. And this is the best of them all, the most accomplished of them all. And they, and it seems like to me that the league could not shake free of what you've been talking about. And that is what has happened over the last yeah. four years and the direction of where he could take. Cause like, I, I would have, I wonder, so, Hey Bill, what's your plan offensively? Hell, most of the teams didn't even want to hear it. Yeah. The only team that entertained it was a team that entertained 14 people. Yes. I mean, here's here's the deal. I I would imagine I would like to sit here and think that that these owners and these general managers and and every all the decision makers watched what went on the last four years in in New England, uh, took into consideration if it is true that that Belichick told Robert Kraft that the guy was done playing, and then Brady goes on and wins the Super Bowl, goes to the playoffs another year. Um, you know, I, I would like to think, sit here and think that boy that that. That played a heavy role in in him in the 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 lack of attention that Bill Belichick is getting, but but I I'd, I'd be crazy to think that that Bill Belichick's not like unapologetically asking for complete control. You know what I mean? Like to, to me, there's, there's probably even even assumed I mean, for yeah. teams to not even enter. It's one thing. Like I I would have never hired him. I, I don't. You would have at least listened to. Him. I mean, I would have. I would have been dirty. I would have interviewed him just to just to to learn about him, just to to sit across the table from him and 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 listen to his thoughts and his and how he would build it. Like I would want to, I would want to learn from him. I'd want the knowledge that the guy could give me in a three hour meeting or whatever it may be. Um, I would interview him for that reason. 
Uh, but boy, to, to there had there has to be Ron like his agent has to be telling teams like if if you interview Bill Belichick, you got to be willing to give him complete total autonomy, but complete power. It's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, it's the only thing that They're makes not sense even why teams it. that wouldn't even interview like wouldn't even entertain it. You're going to interview again. No, no offense. I mean, I, I like the hire. You're going to interview Raheem Morris. You're going to interview Dan Quinn. You're gonna you're gonna interview what's my man out of out of uh, uh, Tennessee, Vrabel. You're gonna interview Vrabel, and then you ain't even gonna choose. You're not even gonna entertain interviewing Belichick. Now I think that's a little bit much. There has to be something in Belichick's messaging that told teams like, well, hell, that ain't happening. Like you can forget about that. We'd love to have you, but we ain't. We're not gonna give over. We're not gonna give total control. Yeah, like at least at least to hear. At least to hear him have to say, yeah, I'm giving up control. I need control. I need this. Because, I mean, you could look at some of the openings where teams that had the quarterback right or felt decent about offense would go get him. Would say, all right, you you could run our whole thing and run our defense. Right. And right. Like like Mike, like Jerry Jones, just like, nah, I'd rather stay with Mike McCarthy. I'd, I'd rather yeah, stay with her. Oh, them and the Eagles in there. The why, Eagles. why didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I tell you, another interesting aspect is is you know we heard a lot of it last year around here is is if and and I I think uh, Cal and Hannah McNair had had played the biggest part in hiring D'Amico Ryan's I, I I do believe that but with our conversations every year were that, that the Texans were hiring a coach was well you should hire a general manager and let that general manager hire the coach some of these teams like like Washington. I mean, Washington just hired a general manager out of San Francisco system. Like, what do you do? Do you if you're the owner, do you go to that guy and go, "Hey, man, we're gonna give Bill Belichick whatever the hell he wants." I know we just hired you, but but we're fixing to give Bill Belichick veto power on anything that we do, other than him. Like, I, that, that's yeah. you got to think that most of those GMs were like, "Hell no, I don't want no piece of it." You, I don't, I don't know if he's ever gonna coach again. He shouldn't, Ron. I, I I know. I I mean, I don't think <laughs> unless he really, really no, he turns should, over. No, I, like I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, man. He's a, he is just, he is allergic to doing to what today's game is, especially offensively. He is yeah. allergic. Well, uh, the whole shtick, Ron. Because I just the, don't the know whole... what's what could happen next year where people are like, all right, yeah. I'm, look, I, I've said this from jump. Like the, the guy, and I, I don't. I, the, I've talked to guys that have played in that system before, so I'm, I'm going solely based off of like about what, New England. Yes, I'm, but I'm going solely based off of what they've told me, and then guys like Edelman and uh, and, and Amendola and Rob Gronkowski. We, they've all all they've done is validate it with their comments, right? Um, two things. Belichick's way of doing business never would have worked if he wouldn't have taken over for Bill Parcells, who already had had the 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 mindset, the whole everything set. For he had already him. laid that kind of culture. But, but but yes, that culture of this is in fear for your job. Show right and and number one on the front end, and then when he won a Super Bowl with Brady, right? All of a sudden. Folks want to go there just to win a Super Bowl. All of a sudden, folks will buy in for a year or two just to have a chance. And Brady it, bought in. Sure, and Brady, yeah, I'm sure Brady, Brady. It was it, Brady's wired that way, right? Brady don't give a rip about that. Brady's wired in 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 a unbelievably disciplined way to where 
Uh, he, it's not he's not human, man. When it comes to that, right? And and so, like, and then he started winning, and he won multiple. And so it becomes more if you're not winning, like if you're not winning at a, at a crazy level where people are willing to buy in blindly, and if the organization is not already cleaned up, and and what, which I don't I don't think anybody I don't I think in 2024 it's impossible to be honest with you, but like that like the the way Belichick is is not going to play. I, I just don't think it's going to play. The stories I heard, it's not going to play. All right, uh, big news, big potential news for the future of the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. We will let you know what that is coming up next. And potential hardware, more hardware for your Houston Texans. We'll discuss all of that coming up next right here live on The Drive. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 